Welcome to the Fully Alive Man podcast. This is a podcast to help men become more fully alive by doing life together. My name is Lee Rogers. I work at North Point Community Church. I get to work with men's groups. It's a it's my dream job. I love uh, getting to hang out with dudes all the time and to see guys get connected um, in a way that just helps them do life better. As always, I am here with the amazing, the masterful Doug Hurley. Ah, Lebowski. How are you, brother? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. And if you listened to our last episode, you know that that was a part one. This one's going to be a part two, all around this idea of hearing from God, listening to God, talking to God. What does that look like? And so we've brought in a guru on hearing from God, um, a guy who's been a spiritual mentor for me. If you want to hear more um, of an introduction of Larry, go back and listen to the first podcast. Um, otherwise, we have Larry Green with us today. Larry, how are you? I am doing fantastic. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> we um, added that whole introduction to the podcast back in, but truly, we're just continuing a conversation that we started on the previous episode. It's been two weeks. Um, if you're a regular listener, it's been about two minutes for us. So we just want to jump right back into this idea of hearing from God and this idea that hearing from God maybe is not quite as kooky as we've imagined in the past. We, we talked about in the last episode, Larry, how um, you were a regular guy doing the American dream, living life, corporate job, two kids, one wife, going to church, and really were not thinking about a relationship with God. You were not thinking about this idea that God communicates with you and wants to um, teach you who you are as a man. And then he showed up and um, spoke to you on a silent retreat. And yeah, what what comes to mind is we just bring guys back into the conversation. You know, just this whole notion of a of a relationship. I can I can remember uh, early on in all of this, just thinking about when Jesus was asked, "What's more important than anything else of all the commandments? What's the most important?" And his answer, which you know, I think most of us probably know, was just to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I'm like, if that's the most important thing. I mean, most of us going through life, we're always trying to figure out what's most important. Mm. But Jesus said that's most important. And it's direct, It's a relationship is what he's saying, is the love mm. of God. And I'm, but, and I'm like, how do you do that? Yep. Like, how do you, and you know, uh, you know, I, I had read the word even, even, you know, prior to that experience that we talked about the last time, but I I didn't really understand what it that what it meant in the context of a relationship, and that's and, really good. And so, um, so if Jesus says that's the most important, then it's like looking at your life, each of us, like all the guys listening. When you think about what's most important in your life, what typically doesn't come to mind first is a love relationship with God. It's mm. just it doesn't. You know, it's no. like my next promotion. Yep. How do I pay the bills? health issues, you know, parents, you know, all of it. But what what's not in the foremost 
part of our mind and our heart is what does it really mean to love him? Gosh, that is really good. I, what comes to mind for me is what it doesn't look like. Um, I think about what I, what I, you know, as a, a younger Christian, what I thought um, loving God looked like was, you know, praying each day, saying a quiet time each day. But if I think about a relationship with my wife, if I yeah. think about a relationship with Holland, if I, if I give her a prayer in the morning and a quick five-minute devotion to her, I don't think it's going to be much of a relationship, mm -hmm. certainly not a loving relationship. Something that that c comes to mind, um, and I know you're going to get into some practical, like really practical, practical steps, because this is not as complicated as we think it may be, but um, just how patient God is. Because going back to the last episode, you were 42, you did that silent retreat, and there's almost, and I want to encourage guys here, because there's kind of two ways you could look at it, like, oh, goodness, look how exhausted I got myself being on the, the performance wheel of life with my job and promotions and paying the bills and all of that. And I kind of wasted, you know, those first 20 adult years. But I don't think you would say that. You would be like, oh my goodness, God is so patient. And I've, I really found him in the deepest way when I was 42, which was such a gift. I don't think you'd look back in the rearview mirror and go, oh, I really messed that up in such a bad way. You would do it differently, yeah. but God is so patient. And what are your thoughts on that? You know, Probably the greatest gift, uh, foundationally, that he gave me was allowing me to do my life without him mm. for all those years, because I, I royally messed it up, <laughs> and and I was in the process of losing a marriage, and and in that losing kids and everything else, and and to this day, you know, some fifteen, sixteen years later, uh, I'm grateful for that. Wow. Because it showed me how desperate I am for him, you know, that I need him. And he has transformed my life and he's transformed our family's life in ways that I, <laughs> I could never give him enough thanks, you know. And so the gift of it was I need him. You know, and but but for the guys that are in their twenties that are listening to this, it's like, man, don't wait. <laughs> you don't need to, you don't need to try to figure it out on your own when God is just right there. You know, with you know, any question that any of us will ever have in our lives, and I'm saying anything from the most simple things to the most complex, He already holds the answer. He already holds the answer to any question we will ever have in our entire life. The only question is, will we seek him on it? Yeah. And will we will we let him speak to will we will we listen? Yeah. You know, it's that humility thing you were talking about in the last one is like, will we let God be God? I know that sounds crazy, but will we let him be who he really is? And and just listen to what he would have to say to us. And his faithfulness is extraordinary extraordinary over 16 plus years every time i've had a question of the heart he's answered them not always in the moment but he always answers them <laughs> if if we'll remain literally you know john 50 if we will just abide mm. meaning we'll give him ourselves john you know? 15 5 yeah 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 God, that is amazing larry even even that last little two minutes of you speaking i just feel like 
if if I was listening right now, I would rewind and listen to that again. <laughs> there are some huge implications. Hit that little thirty second button on oh the left goodness. arrow a couple times. That's so huge. And and I feel like what you're saying is not stuff that anybody would just automatically disagree with, but probably like me, don't consider at the same like I don't disagree with you. Um but how often do I go to God for the mm-hmm. answer to every single question I have? Because mm-hmm. I have about a billion questions yeah. every single day. Yeah. Um, and that's available. It's available. So how, how do we do that? What does that look like? How do we start? Practically. Yeah. yeah. Walk us through that. Well, there are a couple of ways. And, you know, w- one way to kind of start to, to get your head around this is just to think about the different ways that that God spoke to his children in the Bible. And, you know, so we, we, we know what many of those are. You know, he, he spoke, you know, an audible voice. He spoke through prophets. He spoke through angels. He spoke through rocks and don't, you know, they're just, it's, it's really limitless. The going in point on this is that God will speak to us in infinite ways. It's amazing. And we don't normally think about that. You know, we think there's only one real way that he'll speak to, right. speak to us, but he will speak to us through nature. He'll speak to us through worship. He'll speak to, and we know this, you know, and we can talk about some of the ways in which he does that. But the starting place is, will we be open to allow our Father in heaven, the creator of the universe, to speak to us any way he wants? Even the word speak is a bit of a misnomer. Right. You know, but but that's- communicates. The, yeah, it communicates. And the starting place that that um, that I would always recommend is his word, his written word. Now, yeah. we have his spoken word and we have his written word. But the gift of the Bible is one that we, uh, we, we ought not ever drift from. Yeah. And it is uh, literally, you know, if you were to think about a sailboat, a mentor of mine once said that the, that the, that the keel or even the rudder is God's word, and the right. sail itself is the movement of the Spirit and uh, his, his spoken word. That's beautiful. So, but, and it's the story I was telling the last time, is that God, whatever God would speak to us, and we'll talk about some of the ways of that, whatever God, however God would speak to us, is never going to be inconsistent with his word, ever. And that's why, as, as we're pursuing this, is for each man to find somebody in your life that knows the Word mm-hmm. more than you know it. Yep. So, that, so that as these questions start to get answered by God, we can test it against His Word. That's good. I um, would, I'm sorry. Yeah, please. I was just going to say, I w- and I want to turn that around as well, we should always be looking for someone that we can be discipling and pouring uh, into, who is, you know, it's been 16 years for me, so me finding that guy who's seven or eight years into his walk and... We should just, we just, Pavlovian response should be just to think that way. That's a great point, though. Yeah. Great point. So, in his word, that's the starting point. In his point. word, but even in his word, uh, this mentor uh, that I've referred to a couple of times, he, he said to me one time, he said, he said, Larry, when you read God's word, do you ask the Holy Spirit to bring revelation of the truth of what you're reading? Wow. And when he asked that, I meant my response was, you know, like I don't, even, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he 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 restated. He said he said, Larry, here's here's the thing: is that when you read God's word, if you read it in your own understanding, you can turn it into whatever you want want it to be. And people do. And people do. And most of us have experienced that, oh, yeah. where the word has been I've used, to, you know, in some ways against us. I know I have, sure. not intentionally. Yeah, of course. 
But his point was the Holy Spirit, and we know this from John 16, the Holy Spirit brings revelation to all truth. Mm. And so if we humbly can ask God, as I'm reading your word, Holy Spirit, I'm dependent upon you to reveal the truth of what I'm reading. And a father that loves us will answer that prayer. Wow. We won't we won't misguide ourselves, but we have to, Doug, to your point, we do have to humble ourselves. We have to say, I don't want to rely on my own understanding, yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you know. I I want your understanding in this, Lord. Will you guide me through this? So so when we're reading it, uh, just to, to, to read it in, in asking for that, that help from the Holy Spirit to bring revelation, and he will. You know, There have been times, most of us, as we've read the Bible, I know you guys have experienced this. You ever been reading it and you've read something you know, countless times and all of a sudden it jumps off the page? Typically has to do with what's going on in life, yep. and it goes right in. Mm-hmm. We just experienced the revelation of God's Word through the Holy Spirit when that yeah. happens. And I, I wonder— Kind of, maybe this is the last episode. They're blend, blending together now at this point. But I felt like you had talked about how you had been going through the motions for years and reading the Bible for years, and it was just dry. Yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm looking at my notes and I'm writing down as you're talking. I wonder the 50 times I've read, you know, Romans eight. Yeah, and I'm just just kind of just reading it. But if I had, and not to turn God into a genie and rub yeah. the lamp just yeah. the right way, but if I had really just gotten humble and 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 on my knees maybe not literally but and just said oh gosh oh god your holy spirit just help illuminate this yeah. help help give me the revelation and the truth that you want yeah it wouldn't have been 50 times of just reading the same thing and not getting anything it would yeah. have been would have been different yeah yeah it's cool yeah and he's he's unbelievably faithful in that you know and so his word you know um and, and then um, one of the other ways that he'll speak to us is through our thought life. Yeah. And for most of us, the, 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 the part of this that is at first hard to understand, but over time it becomes clear, is that when God speaks to us in our thought life, it's in our own voice. Sounds like us. Sounds like us. Right. Yeah, sounds like us. Now, some people will hear an audible voice from God, and you know sure. and that's never happened. For me, I know people that it's happened, but it's never happened for me. But he'll speak in our thought life. Yep. And because it's in in our own voice, we think it's us. Right. And we don't actually realize it that it's that it's him that's that's speaking to us. But you know, many of us we've experienced where we'll be, you know, asking God for something or we'll be desperate in a situation, and then out of nowhere an idea comes. And because it's a thought that's in our own thought life, we think it's us, and we don't really realize that it's actually yeah. God that's that's. I'm that's a genius. That. I'm Here a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is how I really yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as you as you work through that and you begin to ask him, we'll talk about asking questions maybe here, um, and we begin to listen. We'll begin to to grow in understanding the good shepherd's voice and the mm-hmm. distinction between his voice and our voice, but that takes practice and it takes time. Yeah, that's really good. You know, it's like our closest friends don't need to tell us who they are. We know their voice. That's right. You know, and it's the same sort of thing, but that takes time and it takes practice. Reps, again. Yeah. Time spent, quality time. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, you mentioned questions, um, and I know – well, I'll let you share first, but um, I have a thought also about 
you know, sitting with you many times about the questions you would ask me, but what are some of the questions that if somebody is like, Hey, I want to step into this. I want to hear from God. Where do I start? What questions even do they start to ask God? Well, you'll get a kick out of this. So I thought you might ask that question. (laughs) So I was actually, I, I mean, I prayed this morning and I just said, Lord, if you were to give us a list, all the guys that are listening to this, myself included, what would the list be of questions that we could ask you? And he gave me a list so That's I could a read it. question, Larry. Hey. <laughs> so Doug, good. why didn't you I think know. of that? I'm, getting, I'm turning the page because I know I'm going to need a fresh <laughs> page on this one. All right, uh, guys, pull over in your car. Prepare <laughs> to write. There are, uh, I hope this isn't too many. There are a few here. But they're simple questions. Love it. Um, so here's here's one. Um and, and however you guys would do it, like you might say Jesus or Holy Spirit or Heavenly Father or just whatever's, however you would want to ask this Father in Heaven, what do you want me to know in my life right now? Simple, right? Fantastic question. What do you want me to know in my life right now? And I, and I will say, just so no one does crash the car or get frustrated right now, we'll include these questions in the oh, show perfect. notes, perfect. so guys will be able to. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, then I'll just go, go back through and find them. them. Sure. I'll, okay. I won't. I won't pause on them. Here's the second one. Um, you know my greatest challenge in life right now. What do you What do you want me to know about it? So no matter how hard or how tough, he knows. He knows the answer. So what do you want me to know about my greatest challenge in life? What does it mean that I'm your adopted son? Um, will you show me how you love me? Here, here's a, this is a, this question of a mentor of mine said, it's, it may be the most important prayer we ever pray is, Lord, show me how you love me. We know we love God because he first loves us first. Mm-hmm. We can't love him or other people or even ourselves until he first loves us, First John 4. We know that. But in, if we don't receive it, mm-hmm. and we don't, most men, I didn't until I was, until I was 42. Right. We don't even think about, as a regular prayer life, asking him to show us how he loves us. I promise you guys. He's, he, God, rarely amazing. a day goes by where he doesn't show me that. Um, here's another one. What do you think of me? When you think of me, what do you think of? Um, what do you like about the way you've created me? He'll answer that. What do you want most for me? Why do I matter to you? Do I have what it takes to be a man after your own heart? Um, I know a couple, just a couple of others is which we were talking about earlier that have come since I wrote those down uh, is uh, who have you made me to be as a man of God? Another is for the guys that are married, who have you made me to be as a husband or as a father? Who have you made me? I have children, you know, who have you made me to be as their father? Gosh, you know what comes to mind for me is as you even ask those questions is, all of these personality tests that are swirling around right now, the Enneagram, mm-hmm. um, the temperament um, test, all, all of these different things. And, and over the years, Myers-Briggs and Finders and all these different things, 
um, are all trying to answer those questions that you just asked. <laughs> yes. That we're trying to do it and we're trying to fit into these categories and see, is this really me? I'm not sure. And, okay, this is me. Now, what do I do? What are my tendencies? Those sort of wow. things. And we can just go straight to the creator yeah. um, with those questions because he knows. He's the, he's, not only does he know, he's the only one that knows. He's the only one that absolutely knows the answer to whether I'm a seven or a nine. <laughs> I mean, you grabbed that past 40 billion times. Yeah. You're a nine, for the record. <laughs> I'm not God, but Here I think you're a nine. <laughs> that wasn't God. That was Doug. Um, the, the other thing that occurs to me um, as, as you ask those questions, and again, from from – you and I, Larry, sitting together on Tuesday mornings and then Friday mornings uh, weekly for a long time um, was the asking God the next question. Yeah. Because very often I would say, oh, yeah, I'd be all excited. I felt like God you know, is, is telling me to do this or showing me to do this. And, and you would inevitably say, um, well, how did he tell you to do that, Lee? And I would inevitably answer, I don't know, Larry. I didn't think to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would say, do you want to ask him now? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I'd ask him. Usually I would hear. I would say the majority of the time I would hear the answer to that next question. But um, it, it didn't occur to me that he wanted to be with me that much. Yeah. You know, like give me a little direction and then you're on your own, kid. Go for it. Yeah. Opposed to give me a little direction and then show me the steps to take uh, from there because he wants to. He's yeah. with us. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, love to for you to answer the question. Think of the guy that's sitting here who's getting so excited about the. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to go do this on my own. What is it? What does that look like? Where are where where would a guy go? Where would he do this? Where would he find that time? And how do you kind of get past? the discouragement if because I, I i just can imagine you're getting flooded with thoughts like you try to do the quiet time and you're trying to ask god these questions and i start thinking about hey it's time to change uh you know cable providers because there's a really good deal right now with the it, so what do you how do you how do you navigate that in the beginning what does that look like well it'll be it'll be different but I, to be honest with you, that's a great question for God. And I, no, but you know what? Saw that coming. No, but it literally is. If, if a guy will say, how do I do this? So you've mm -hmm. made me. Cause, because in truth, it, what works, what's worked for me won't work for everybody. Yeah. I'll share what, you know, what's helped me. But, but if you ask God, the key is, is when you ask a question is to listen. Mm-hmm. And how we listen will look different for each guy. You know, some of the some of the guys listening love nature, so take a question and for God and go for a couple mile hike and just see what comes. Um, the 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 key to all of it, regardless of how we're made, is if we'll surrender our thought life before God, meaning um, if we'll just lay down our thoughts. And just like Doug, when we're in a conversation, and if I ask you a question, my posture in that moment is to do what? It's to listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just like that. It's listening. It requires faith. That's really good. But it's just it's just listening. And our minds, because of our culture and everything that we're surrounded with, it will it will wander off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Just come on back. You know, come on back. He's very patient with no us. No condemnation. Zero. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Zero. I love that, man. I hate 
to end this conversation anyway. Um, I feel like we could literally talk about this all day, but spend some time <laughs> listening as well uh, to God if we had more time together. Um, but we do need to wrap up this conversation um, and end and this podcast to some degree. But I love that we have those practical questions of where to start. I love we have the encouragement that um, he wants to speak to us and any of us can hear. And it usually sounds like our thoughts. Um, that is a great, I don't know, that's just such a great practical way to to begin hearing from God. Um, and did you have any, any final thoughts? Uh, we have three questions we always ask guests mm-hmm. at the end, which are a lot more silly and frivolous. Mm-hmm. But um, if you had any final thoughts... Um, yeah, I would just say to to all the all the guys, is you can do this. Mm. Yep, you can do this, and and it's not um, for super spiritual people. It's for all of us, and you can do it. And just ask God for help, and stick with it, and don't do it alone. Yeah, I mean, you you, oh, you know, so part of the purpose of this podcast is is for men to come become fully alive. Yes, yes, you have no idea how alive you'll become when wow. God really begins to, to speak in, into your life. I mean, you, it, will, it is unimaginable yep. who he has made us to be if we'll only seek him for that understanding, and you can do it. Uh, one other thing, too, just about Larry. Um, it's so amazing. There's a couple different ministries that he's involved in, uh, and Lee and I partic- participated in both. One is solely business. And you've been doing that for years, and that really is a weekend to experience and to equip a man to really listen to God. It's mm-hmm. so great. You guys do it four times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one's coming up. Um, Hold on, let me spell it. S-O-U-L-Y, business. Soul, yep, solelybusiness.org. And we'll put this in the in the show notes, the yep. podcast notes. And then another one is uh, Cloudwalk Ministries, which, which you've been doing for years, and yep. it's the same thing. It's yep. like, how do you really connect and hear from God? So two incredible ministries that have blessed so many um, men and women. Uh, for mm-hmm. the Cloudwalk Ministries in this uh, community. So thank you for those, and you guys can check that out. All right, so final questions. I should have given you some warning on these, <laughs> but we always ask every guest um, a couple of things. One, what are you reading or learning right now? Well, I'm reading uh, through the Bible this year, so well, one year awesome. through the Bible, and I'm doing it with with Jody, my wife. I guess and that, that has been amazing. We're actually doing it. Um, we're doing an audio version of it, which is daily oh, audio Bible. Cool. Yeah. It's been fabulous. Okay. And because we're reading that, I don't have time to read anything else. We'll, <laughs> we'll take that answer. Um, second, and I think you've already answered this one, but what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? My 20-year-old self? Um, he's alive, and he's your he is we talk about it, but he is your perfect father. Mm. And I, I, I uh, he's, he's real, you guys. I wish my 20 year old self believed that. Me too. Mm. That's huge. We should rename the podcast that. And finally, he's um, real. <laughs> yeah, he's he real. is really real. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, and then finally, you have $100 to blow on whatever for yourself. What do you do? Hundred dollars. What do you purchase or do? I hope this doesn't sound weird, but I know I know a lot of people that could use a hundred dollars. I think I'd I think I'd find a find a use You'd for it. Give it away. I and but you know what I would do though, and I'm I'm I wouldn't have done this in the past. I would ask. I mean, 
I would ask God. Like, what are you <laughs> exactly the right it. answer. <laughs> no, but I don't mean it that way. We didn't rehearse this at all, and I knew when you were asking that question what he was going to say, and that was I love it. That. I love it. And I love it. What? But what I, I know about you, Larry, is that like, if that came with something frivolous, go on a hot air balloon ride or buy some new AirPods, you would do that. Yeah, Because sure. God knows you, and God yeah. knows your heart, and knows what would make you come alive. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that so much. Um, guys, thank you for listening to this part two of Hearing from God with our friend Larry Green. As always, please subscribe, like the podcast. That helps us out a lot. And um, if you have any questions or, um, I don't know, have, a, have an idea for us, email us at mpmen at northpoint.org. And we will see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.